It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. And the Detroit Lions upset the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Plus, Caleb Williams could be heading back to USC in 2024. And is the court of public opinion wrong on Justin Fields? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Is this the year the roar is finally restored in Detroit? Well, there's at least one thing heading into the season that has not been there in Detroit in quite some time. Expectation. They are, according to our friends at FanDuel, the betting favorites to win the NFC North and and they kick off the season against the defending champions on national TV. It's Chiefs Lions week one. Matt Derry from Locked on Lions joins me now. And Matt, we have seen a transformation of this team over the last few years, starting with Dan Campbell with a, a revamped roster that they have put together. What is going to look different this year if people have not been paying to Detroit over the last few years? Well, first of all, Pete, should I do a Deion Sanders and go, do you believe, do you believe <laughs> Peter Bukowski? Uh, <laughs> look, I, I think now it has to, it, it has to translate into consistent winning. Um, you're asking what's kind of different last year at the end of the year. And nobody knows better than you after what took place in week 18 mm. up in Lambeau. Uh, all right, you won eight of your last 10, but you started one and six. Now, can you start the season with Kansas City and Seattle on the road against the Chiefs, get some wins, and, and live up to the expectations in the billing? The roster's there. Uh, uh, the culture's there. The buy-in is there. Now it just has to translate in. All right, like you said, they're the Vegas favorites. Go win 10, 11, 12 games and, and run away with this division, which is a little bit weak right now. Um it, 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 the cute story from last year, I think, is faded. Now it's about, all right, stringing together some W's and getting into the postseason. Yeah, we've seen a lot of cute stories over the years in the NFL. It is not as consistent that we see those stories translate into consistent winning in the NFL, though we can think of some, some notable ones. So Jameer Gibbs has been the talk of camp, even going back to the draft, whether you liked the pick or not, that was a big discussion point. But now we're hearing... Ben Johnson and the coaches saying, oh, he's going to be used in ways that, that maybe you're not used to. Uh, that that actually sends up some alarm bells for me because I'm going, all right, they're inventing a position for this guy. That's sort of the talk. It's like, when has this ever gone well? What are we actually going to see from Jameer Gibbs? What is his role in this offense going to be? How about uh, Kansas City defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, who's been around a long time, Super Bowls, multiple places, saying to the media this week that, hey, we got number 26 circled on our on our score sheets and on yeah. our calendars here. I mean, the guy hasn't played a, a game yet, yeah. <laughs> right, Pete? I mean, not even didn't even play in the preseason. They held him out. He's been in some joint practices, and that's it. But explosive. I think what Ben Johnson is looking at right now, and he's arguably the best offensive coordinator in football, is I've got this new toy, and I'm, I'm w- just wait until Thursday night as I unveil putting him in motion, putting him out wide, slot, 
behind uh, uh, Jared Goff in the backfield. Um, jet sweeps. Who knows where the, what they're going to do with him. But without Jamison Williams for the first six games, he's the home run hitting threat. He's the speed guy. And I think that this Alvin Kamara comparison, maybe Fred Taylor to an extent, uh, uh, might you know live up to some billing. It really hasn't when we've talked about Lions weapons outside of Calvin Johnson and Barry and a few others. But will will it come to fruition where this is the weapon that Johnson's needed? Last year's offense was really good, had multiple weapons, but outside of Amon Ross St. Brown, not really a, a deep threat, speed, pro bowl, game changer type. Now with Gibbs, he might be that guy. The injuries and the question marks around the team. We talked to Ryan Tracy yesterday on the show. Chris Jones, we don't expect to be, if he's there even, a big part of this game has not practiced. Um, Travis Kelsey, his status still up in the air doesn't seem like he's going to play. The The Chiefs side, they don't seem worried about this because they have that guy Patrick Mahomes ever heard of him. Uh, but how does this, from a Lions perspective, change what you think the outcome of this game could be? Yeah, I mean, Pete, when they announced that the Lions were going to be uh, taking center stage and playing Kansas City, it's like, all right, this is cool. Lions are getting some love. Uh, let's just hope they show up, look good, and you know, maybe they'll lose by six. Now, <laughs> Lion fans feel like, why not go out and win this thing? You're talking about the Chiefs' top three players. We're playing that game. Are Mahomes, Jones, and Kelsey? Well, two of the three aren't there. Yeah. Why can't you go in there and, and do your business? Biggest thing that I have with this game whether Kelsey plays or not, I don't think Jones will, obviously, but um, new secondary for Detroit. It's upgraded in a big way. You're adding Sutton and Mosley and Gardner Johnson and another year of Kirby Joseph. Um, the secondary is much better. The problem is they haven't played together. So the first game with communication, Brian Branch too, I, I should add. Uh, communication, you go here, I go there, playing Mahomes. That's a tough first game to get everybody together to actually, with live bullets, do this thing. That's a concern for me. But why not go in there and, and, and do this? And, and I think the biggest thing is that ground game, David Montgomery, the offensive line, the use of the tight ends, uh, working the clock and keeping Mahomes off the field. Stay up to date all year on the Detroit Lions by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Lions on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, would Caleb Williams really go back to USC in 2024? Before we get to that, Nick Bosa is back in San Francisco long-term. I've never had a pair of shorts that made me look good while also being this comfortable until I got a pair of bird dogs. And not just that, they are the best looking shorts that I own. They just make you look good because they're stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit like a dream, but, and they have a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki and stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. You can seriously go from the couch to the golf course to a night out all in the same pair of bird dogs. I have no fewer, I think I have five pair of bird dogs, just the shorts. And I have another slew of, I can't even, I've lost count how many pair of the joggers that I have. They're the most comfortable pair of shorts I've ever owned. And I get compliments on them every time I wear them. Go to birddogs.com slash lockdown or enter promo code lockdown for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown or promo code lockdown for that free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. San Francisco 49ers have made Nick Bosa the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history. Bosa and the team agreed to a five-year extension worth $170 million with $122.5 million guaranteed, rewarding Bosa for winning the Defensive Player of the Year award in 2022. I think most of it, we kind of assumed that he eventually would sign and maybe even like whether it was today, tomorrow or so, but I didn't think that they would drag this out too long. I think a lot of what we talked about still kind of remains the same. Not as much with him just potentially not playing in this game. He will play, but how much? And then my biggest concern with him playing was how do you prepare for an actual game to be in game shape? Because first of all, Nick Bosa, he is the professional of all professionals. He, his body's in tip-top shape. Works out, you know, you, he probably 7% body fat at 265 pounds, whatever he is. <laughs> but there is no substitute for really working against other guys that push, that pull, uh, you know, going 100% or close to 100% as opposed to just training and not even coming close to 100%. So the soft tissue injuries – that's still a worry to me as you head into Pittsburgh. And speaking of a really good player who wants to be paid, Kansas City Chiefs star defensive tackle Chris Jones has been holding out due to his own desire to be paid at the top of the defensive tackle market. Yesterday, he said that if a new contract were to be signed, he would be available to play immediately. But he's also said he's willing to hold out until week eight. Washington Commanders may be without star receiver Terry McLaurin week one as he deals with a toe injury. The Commanders brought in veteran receiver Jamison Crowder as a potential practice squad call-up. Crowder spent 2015 through 2018 with the Commanders before stints with the Jets, Bills, and he was in the past preseason with the Giants. The Los Angeles Lakers have signed veteran big man Christian Wood to a two-year deal worth $5.7 million with a player option after this season. Wood was a key rotational piece for the Dallas Mavericks in 2022, but the Mavs decided to pay Kyrie Irving instead. Not the Mavs player everyone thought the Lakers were going to sign. That was Kyrie, obviously. They're calling it capping for Caleb or winless for Williams. How about useless for the USC QB? Whichever one you want to pick, Caleb Williams is the prize of the 2024 NFL Draft right now. And yet... His dad made some waves. Yes, his dad, in an interview with GQ, saying the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backward the way the system is constructed. You go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst organization in the league because of their desire for parity. They get the first pick, so it's a gift and a curse. Keith Sanchez from Locked On NFL Draft joins me now. Keith, is Caleb Williams the kind of prospect that can exercise this sort of leverage You say either one, I'm going back to school or two, I'm pulling a John Elway, I'm pulling an Eli. And I'm saying if the Cardinals get the number one pick, 
I don't, I'm not doing it. Someone else come get me. Yes. I, I believe that a hundred percent. And I believe over the past, maybe 10, 10 ish years, right. We probably only seen maybe three prospects and that would be Caleb Williams, Trevor Lawrence, right. And, and Andrew Luck. Those are the three guys that I believe had that much leverage, that much hype. And then they also put it out on film. So I, I definitely believe that Caleb Williams can do it, Peter. And, and as soon as I seen this tweet go out this morning, right. I couldn't help but think of the Eli Manning situation. And I said, mm. you know what? It panned out pretty well for Eli Manning, right? Like if this guy, if he potentially went to San Diego, who knows if Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, right? Because we know that certain um, NFL franchises, right, they're in the spotlight a little bit more than others. And then also, let's be honest, you're a Green Bay Packers guy, so you understand this. Some franchises have a history of winning and some have a history of losing. So you can't mm -hmm. get mad at the players for understanding that also. It does add a flavor to this competition too, doesn't it? Because it is a race to the bottom, but you don't want to look so incompetent that Caleb Williams is like holding his nose going, I'm not I'm not going there. It should also be noted, the Chargers wind up with Phillip Rivers. Turns out he's a pretty good football player too, ends up having a great career. But so if you're Caleb Williams, there's been this idea that name, image, and likeness affects these decisions. It makes it easier, I think, to go back to school because he can still make money he can't make number one overall draft pick money. Like it seems to me NIL matters more for the guys who are, let's say third to fifth round picks or maybe fringe day three guys versus someone like Caleb Williams. Like you can't turn down 30, $40 million guaranteed. Yeah, no, but I will say this, right? They say money can't buy happiness, but I think Caleb Williams is in kind of a good situation, right? In the sense of the fact of He's in L.A., right? I've just seen a video of him a couple weeks ago. I think he was at the Drake concert, right? So all is well for Caleb Williams, right? He, yeah. He's living the life of a, a QB1 in the NFL. Obviously, the money is not the same, but you would have to believe, right, that the money is coming for him, right, in a year or two, whenever he decides to opt there. And all, like they say, man, all money isn't good money. So I think he wants to take the money from a good franchise. Yeah, but what did Nelly say? All money ain't good money, but no money ain't good. So yeah. <laughs> you have that to try and to try and square in there too. Uh, is there anything someone like Drake May or one of these other quarterbacks can do to supplant Caleb Williams, or is this a wrap already? I, I think so. And in in we know that the the draft process, right? As much of it is played on the football field, a lot of it is played in the, the, the meetings at the combine, right? And just the off season, those personal meetings that they have. So you, you take a guy like Riley Leonard, right? Who just played for Duke, um, you know, six, four, 200 plus pounds, right? If he can string together a good season, teams are going to be, be intrigued by him, right? Or you take a Drake May, right? Who has all of the physical tools, he, if he strings some things together and teams just like the personality, right, of, 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 of those two guys over Caleb Williams, you can definitely see that. And we know we've seen it before, right? Some quarterbacks, they get the diva label on them. They don't know if they're there to win. They don't know if they like the hype of being a quarterback more than being a student of the game. So there are def definitely many different factors that can play out. I would say for this, Caleb Williams is not my number one uh, quarterback prospect thus far through the draft prospect process and there's a bit of a gap for it for me when you're talking about physical tools winning the guy through 40 plus touchdowns last year and he's already at nine this year and we head into week two right so he's my number one quarterback but there's a whole lot that can play out which is all the more reason in my opinion at least come out declare because who knows what happens a year after matt barkley was supposed to be the no doubt number one pick he goes back to school has a dreadful last season and we know where his career went 
from there. So it seems like there's a lot that can still play out here between now and next April. Keith, appreciate the time, man. Oh, no problem, Peter. Thank you. Stay up to date all year on the NFL Draft by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On NFL Draft on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, is Justin Fields worth the wait or should Chicago be worried? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Where are you with Justin Fields? <laughs> why, why do you hate Justin Fields? I don't, I don't hate Justin Fields. I really don't. No, no, no. no I, we're flipping this around. This is not okay. about me. You, I'm not, I'm not going to defend Justin Fields. You have something against Justin Fields. You are, you are spewing the venom. Like you are, I know it's the most storied rivalry, but like, give me your issue with the young, bright quarterback. Okay. I don't have an issue. I, it's, it's not personal. Okay. But it's, it's this just business. <laughs> no. Um, I, I just, I, I think, and I said this the other day, I, I think if Bears fans hadn't treated him like he was the second coming uh, of Joe Montana mixed with Patrick Mahomes mixed with John Elway before he ever stepped on the field, I would push back a little, a little less, but that's what happened. I, I, and, and it's still happening. And then it's about, okay, let me just set some reasonable expectations here. And I went back and looked because I, I see the talent. Kay She's leaning back in her chair. I, I see the talent. I'm just saying, like, can you show me a little bit more on the field before we start talking about this guy? Like, he's the he was the new king in the north when Aaron Rodgers was still in Green Bay. Then done anything. I'm sorry. I'm just. Mm. Did you My, hear me say? Did you hear it when I said that Jay Cutler is our best quarterback in franchises? Yes, did you hear I did. when I said that? <laughs> you notice the human element of this absolutely uh, tortured fan base trying to find some semblance of hope, and it's all been with Justin Fields. And you can put all the interceptions against Green Bay and all this blah 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 that you're spewing this this anti Fields propaganda <laughs> ahead of the loves Love Field uh, Fields highly anticipated Week One bout in Chicago, but I will say, you know, he didn't have anybody to freaking throw to Peter. That's okay. the, and now he does. And that's, and so everything can be the past and everything can be whatever. There was nobody to throw to. And he had the worst offensive line in the national football league. So why don't you write little thank you cards to your brass for having a great offensive line right now and having your Christian Watsons. But I say like fields, there's a lot to look forward to with this guy. Do I like that? He was anointed. No, I, I like to undersell and over deliver deliver and all of that. But like, you can't judge a quarterback under those circumstances. And that's what you've done. I made it my goal that I was going to bring out fan Kay Adams in this interview. And I'm just very glad that we got there. I'm very, very glad that we got there because okay. you, you, Game you like, no, no, you like to keep a lid on it. And I appreciate that about you. You, you like every fan base loves Kay Adams. Chicago hates me. Chicago literally. But that's hates because me. that's because you are fair to the Packers and they don't like that. They don't like the Aaron Rodgers relationship. They hate that I love the Bengals. They hate that, like, I don't, they hate that I've been critical of the decisions that have been made pre-polls. Once polls got there, I was celebrating, but there's decisions that they've made as an organization, even as an ownership group, that you, once you sort of 
see the way the other 32 operate or the other 31 operate. And you're like, well, why can't we like, look at the, I mean, the, the bangles are mom and popish too. The bangles like, yeah. but they're, you know, they're, they're sort of they going any money. supporting their team. Uh, but I would say this, like, I can't name another quarterback in recent memory that has been in a worse situation than Justin Fields until potentially this year and above that. So I'm not saying he's going to be great, but you cannot tell me that he can't be great based off what he hasn't had to work with. And that's what you and other haters are doing. And finally, Taylor Swift hung a banner in the crypto.com arena while performing on her era's tour. This isn't the first time Swift has hung a banner as she also had one hanging from the rafters during her 1989 tour. Clippers fans were indeed upset, however, as Swift now has more banners hanging up there than the Clippers ever have. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, the NFL season is here. So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.